Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. slept through most of it okay and then mom woke up and gave you the fly fit no that was today oh that was today so i woke up really late uh, i One woke Christmas. up late at about noon then i no <laughs> so i then i i door dashed for a bit and okay. uh okay. edited and here i am Damn. Um, and I also had to talk to Podbean to get them to make sure the episode went up onto Spotify because it didn't go up on Spotify for like another three hours. And I checked wait, Pandora. It really? wasn't up there either. Why? Yeah. That's Taking care of now, though. Okay. Because I took initiative and I was like, boss mode. <laughs> Let me make I some calls. I made art. Make sure everyone can make some can calls. Hear it. I want to make sure the people is aware of the genius that is being portrayed here on your weekly episode of the Flood Pod. Also so, on our uh, WordPress blog, once we get that really up and running, you can yep. see how truly genius I am and how humble I am. <laughs> Sit down. So. What do we have to talk to the folks about? This? I have some staple bits. I have some who the fuck asked for this. Okay. I have some I never knew I needed this. Okay. I have some Russia or Florida. Okay. Plus, we have to get Ooh, our takes on. I have a championship ring to give out. Oh, we handing out rings. Handing out rings like it's the Bachelor around here. And like they don't hand out rings on the Bachelor. One of the main thing. things that we are going to have to talk about later is uh, don't look up. We got some movie reviews coming. But up. as far as staple bits, as far as our... we do have, we do have <laughs> this day in history. One, one week, week from today. One week from when we're recording this currently, which is today. So those that would mean track. that one week from today, the day this episode will come out, is January 1st. What do you know? Happy New Year. <laughs> if I didn't say that in the roll-up, we talking about Christmas, right? Living in the past. Living in the past. Well, this is a Bye. weekly digest right so it's kind of beneficial to live in the past where we're at um which is currently in the past on this day in history one week week from from today today. don't you love it is january 1st in retrospect next saturday night we're sending you back to the future! In one, the Christian era begins. Happy birthday, Jesus! Except for happy belated birthday, Jesus, because it was yesterday, except for it was probably actually sometime in April. So, I mean, happy Saturnalia? I, I don't know. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. To set that up, 63 BC, the Julian calendar is adopted. 
a Hail Caesar. So there was actually a day set for them to be like Christian New Year, or Christian New Year. Yay! Caesar. In 630, Crazy. Muhammad set out with his 10,000 man army to conquer Mecca. Wow, so just more big boy shit, right? Like, oh, we're not done with that. <laughs> the first of the year is, look, but that's that's typical, right? Everybody sets new goals for the first of the year, right? Everybody's getting their New Year's resolutions in order, and Muhammad's was like, I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, uh, to I'm cover going this, for Mecca. It's the big shit. It's the big time, dog. There were a lot of countries that were liberated and or founded, and there were a lot of terrorist attacks. So I'm gonna just get those all out of the way now. Uh, do terrorist attacks count as New Year's resolutions? Like, if you're like, I'm going to topple this government. New Year's <laughs> revolutions. <laughs> New Year's revolutions. There you go. There you go. Big boy shit. That's New what Year's I'm retribution. New. <laughs> uh, so what else happened? This day in history, one week from today. In 1776, okay. George Washington hoists the Union Continental Flag. There we go. America. <laughs> at last, at last, America, at last. In 1801, Irish Parliament votes to join the Kingdom of Britain, officially forming the United Kingdom. Wow. For all those people who are wondering why wow. it is called the United Kingdom. It is so, because Ireland said, all right, cool, we'll join your little crew. As long as Wales and Scotland, right? Well, Wales is like Cousin Oliver. Yeah, but I mean, the full encompassing of the United Kingdom is, is England, Scotland, Wales, Wales Scotland, Ireland, Ireland, and yeah. And yeah. Northern Ireland. Yeah, well, no, not Northern Ireland, because that's a separate entity. No, Ireland is a separate entity. Oh, yes, Northern Ireland, okay. In 1808, Congress prohibits the import of slaves. I feel like the IRA is listening. <laughs> Hi, Michael <laughs> O'Brien. Michael O'Brien. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Um, Wait, why don't I actually try to do this? I am. They are my people. Nope. Nope. Because because this podcast is already cringe enough. All right, well, in 1808, <laughs> the official reopening of the White House after the burning in the War of 1812. Why did they paint the White House white? Don't. Well, damn, all this shit happened on the first day. And the first of January really got y'all motherfuckers gassed up, right? Like, oh, there's something that happened on the first of 1818 as well. Oh, Lord. The other thing that happened the 1st of 1818 is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is published anonymously. See? That's what I'm talking about. All this heat being dropped on the 1st of January. <laughs> talking about heat dropped on the 1st of January while in 1863 the Emancipation Proclamation is signed. Do I... Need I say more? Need I say more? In 1907, this one I love, okay. Teddy Roosevelt shakes a record 8,513 hands. <laughs> On January 1st. How many hands? 8,513. 8,500, do you think he was washing them motherfuckers? I'm also wondering is how many people did he shake two hands? 
do they and count? Does this in count the, like the double he, shake? No, count? I'm also wondering if like he does his does hand the and then count? they do the second hand on top. Like, oh, thank you. Uh, does that count? Wow. Because it specifies hands and not people. And it does have an odd number, which reminds me of the episode how of The many, Simpsons, how where Homer's drunk after the festival, okay. and he's like, okay. Woo! So fun! I saw 13 moves! How many people is 8,500 hands? Uh, Probably like a quarter of the Capital One Arena in D.C. Really? Yeah. What kind of metric is that? Like, I just know as that a local, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like a 35,000 person arena. Okay, so why not just say like 25,000 people? I don't know. Alright, I feel anyway. like this is not hard math to do. I don't have a calculator. Also, on January 1st in 1934, Nazi Germany they passed the law for prevention of genetically diseased offspring. <laughs> that is a very fast leap you made just now to go from Teddy Roosevelt breaking the record for shaking the most hands ever, right? To and a literal legal eugenics document. Which is something Teddy Roosevelt was probably working on at the time. <laughs> Hitler beat him to it, baby. That's why America is so mad at Germany, right? Because they beat America to a lot of the stuff America had planned. And everybody was like, oh, no, that's wrong. And America was like, Nazi Germany was like, oh, it's January 1st. Out with the old, in with the new. No, America was like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, no, that's bad. Well, that's funny because America and 25 other countries said eight years later, Oh yeah, that's bad. And hey. then that's when they declared the war on the exactly. Axis powers. That's my point. That was my point. <laughs> that's where I was getting at. America was like, oh, so you're not supposed to segregate people and make laws based on genetics? Ooh, why would we? Yeah, that's crazy. Why would you do that? In Germany? 19, in 1950, Ho Chi Minh starts the offensive against the French in Vietnam. So for all those okay. people who are like, Vietnam started in 1968. No, they were fighting for a long time. Once again, before America got involved. America gets involved in like the last minute. You remember the first president <laughs> who actually put boots on the ground? In Vietnam? Yes. Wasn't it Nixon? It was Kennedy. It was It was Kennedy. Oh. Kennedy is the first president to put boots on the ground in Vietnam. Well, because I mean, historically, the French have had our backs um and just about like every war that we've every been in. war we've been in <laughs> um since the revolution so it was kind of probably weird that we weren't helping them against ho chi Minh. yeah no vietnam is still probably i don't know the second most disastrous war for us i guess compared to the iraq war at this point afghanistan yeah F my bad afghanistan they're both like they're like the only two wars America can be considered l losing. I, and I mean, okay, it might sound unpatriotic to be like, has America won any war it's been in except for the one against itself? World War Two. Uh, Russia. We killed the Nazi movement. 
Uh, no, Russia killed the Nazi movement. Well, America no. showed up to put the final nail in the coffin. Because we were done with Japan and the Pacific. If it wasn't for Japan and the Pacific, we wouldn't even, we would have remained neutral like fucking Switzerland. <sighs> yeah, tell me I'm wrong, please. In 1985, VH1 makes its broadcasting debut. Damn. Damn. VH1. Is that where the one in their name comes from? Maybe. Video History 1. What does VH stand for, right? Like, what is that? What is what is the VH in VH? Van Halen? <sighs> wow. You're not even going to give, like, an actual guess, huh? You're just gonna jump out there with a troll guess. It's 1985. That's kind of not a troll guess. Okay, it's a troll guess, but it's still funny. Wow. Video hits one. Wow, that is extremely anticlimactic and extremely disappointing. So it was hey. just an MTV competitor. Yep. That's it. That's it. It was MTV's first MTV jams. <laughs> We're not gonna play rap videos anymore. We put them on this other channel that you have to upgrade and pay for in order to watch. Instead, we're gonna play the top 40 and get ready because everybody's gonna do it soon enough. That and concludes on this day in history, one week from, from the day. For all the other ones that weren't mentioned, like I said, a bunch of countries were founded, formed, liberated, revolutionized, and terrorist attacks. Wow. How very Amerocentric of you to just gloss over all of the global things and focus purely on <laughs> your nationalistic point of view. Australia is one I remember that <laughs> in a Cameroon, I believe. It's so terrible. It was like there was like twenty something countries and damn. Wait, did you say Australia? What yeah, Australia country? in nineteen oh one. On the first of January? Yeah. So Australia's like founding day is January first. That's pretty wild. To, I mean, like, it, I don't. Hmm. <laughs> That's gonna be fun to edit. Like, what kind of noise was that? <laughs> it's just wild for me to think that like all this stuff was done on the first of the year. Like, but it's really not that wild when you think about it. It's just kind of, I don't know, like boring that a bunch of niggas was like, you know what? The first of the year is the day we make our move. Yeah, they're, they're probably like, <laughs> is that for the terrorists or the countries? Both. <clears throat> Both. I was about to say that. How, like... It's kind of cliche. It is cliche. It is cliche. It is terribly cliche. People, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Um, New Year's resolutions are toxic as fuck, and you should be trying to improve yourself all throughout the year. You shouldn't just focus on the beginning of the year to, I get the whole tradition, right? Like, you know, out with the old, in, in with, with the, the new, new country. <laughs> the new republic. The new movement. The new cult. Like, <laughs> no, people, all year long, you should be focused on your health. And just like all year long, we have been with you, focusing on the important Our health. <laughs> I mean, we're not, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. But 
folks. Like, it's just, it's corny, right? Like, the New Year's resolutions are corny. Everybody gets the gym membership, right? And they keep it for, like, I don't know, three months tops, right? They and use then, it for three months tops. Maybe. Maybe at that, right? Like, you know, you get the diets. Like, you know, you, you say, I'm going to get up early. I'm not, I'm going to spend less time on Instagram. Like, how many of y'all is really, like, focusing on like I, all I'm saying, I guess it, what I'm saying is if if you're gonna talk about it deep, I think it's I think it's time we. Take one of mine and then you and then we'll go with my next one because we have three who the fuck asked for this so i was uh for all of our listeners who don't know i had to sell my magic deck wah, wah. What credit score jumped 70 points in one day though yeah <laughs> not a travesty i went to go play commander for the first time since and i went over to Corey's house shout out Corey, and uh was just all right let me borrow a deck different one every game right so, Corey, being the amazing host that he is, has all the snacks on deck, all the drinks on deck. So I go over to the fridge. Normally, Shit, I'm expecting like Coke or like hey, some youngest kind of or something like that. No, oh, okay. Oh, you meant like like Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. But I open the fridge. I'm just saying this is probably a pretty intense. Game I open of the fridge <laughs> and I see a unique flavored Mountain Dew. I do not like the phrase unique flavored Mountain Dew. Um, Take a guess what the flavor of Mountain Dew it was. I don't know. This makes me uncomfortable already. It's seasonal. I thought you said it was going to be a seasoning. I was about to be like, no, it's seasonal. They done made a garlic flavored Mountain Dew. Um, You're not far off. What? (laughs) They made a gingerbread flavored Mountain Dew. Second somehow, time Mountain Dew showed up with just showed up on here. Somehow I'm not that surprised. I still haven't gotten my hands on the um, hard Mountain Dew yet. That the sounds sugar-free oddly. hard Mountain Dew seltzer. Is it sugar-free? Which still sounds like some alchemy. Is it sugar-free? Yeah. What the fuck? How do you make sugar-free Mountain Dew? First and foremost. Second How do you all, make Mountain Dew seltzer? How do you make? I'm still confused how you make alcoholic seltzer. How do you make gingerbread soda? What is that? Ginger beer? So I tried it. So ginger beer is a thing, right? And then I guess you add like a yeasty taste to it? Or is it like a cream soda? Is it like a ginger cream soda? No. It was definitely a Mountain Dew. Ew. And I drank it. Ew. I took a couple of sips. I'm like, they're like, is it gross? I'm like, haven't decided yet. You paid money for it? No, it was just in Corey's fridge. So Corey paid money for it. 
Yeah, he he's a he's a, a sucker for novelty. I was gonna say, you know, I liked Corey at first, but now I question his decision making. Corey, Corey, when it comes to Corey's choice in snacks and beverages, he takes the shotgun approach. He'll fire ten oh, bullets, okay. and then if he hits two or three that are good, then I'm always up for a novelty like snack thing. You know, I was thinking about maybe doing like a live camera thing of us trying novelty snacks weird novelty snacks that i found throughout the internet right because youtube loves that kind of shit um let us know if y'all would love we would eat pocky that's not a weird novelty i know that's the joke yeah um haha r slash whoosh (laughs) gingerbread mountain dew sounds like a word jumble nightmare. So I right put it down there. after taking a couple of sips for 10 minutes. I would. I forgot that I had it. Probably put it. I looked at it. I took one more sip. I, I, I walked around the counter with it and I put it what? on the counter <laughs> and I looked <laughs> at the table the and I looked at the fridge and I was like and you vomited. No and I'm like you know what guys I'm good. Right. Right. Gingerbread soda? No. Root beer, yes. Ginger beer? I mean, ginger ale. Birch beer. Birch beer is like god tier. Ginger ale? Also good. Gingerbread? Soda. Gingerbread gingerbread cookies are amazing. What's the weirdest flavor of soda you've ever heard? Um, probably one of the Jones sodas during Thanksgiving. The Jones sodas are wild. Like Jones, like they have like a turkey and gravy one. What? Because I was going to say mac and cheese, right? Like I've seen a mac and cheese soda. I've also seen, you know, the bacon flavored soda because I don't know, for some reason in like the 2010s, everybody was obsessed with bacon. Crippicola. Um, what? The episode of, um, Killer Mike's Trigger Warning. The Crips made a soda. They called it Crippicola. Um, and then the Bloods made a soda. I think they called it Blood Pop. That sounds oddly pornographic. Um, there was another episode of uh, Trigger Warning where they made educational porn yeah, videos. I, so, at the risk of sounding like a total pervert, I, I saw that episode. But that's also because it was like the second episode. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I don't like blood pop at all for anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you made tires called blood pop, I'd be like, why? The, no, there's popping in there and then blood? No, why would you? No, like, you could make I, I, socks. As a 229-year-old vampire, would you buy, blood pop doesn't sound too bad. Would you buy socks called blood pop socks? Why would socks be called blood pop? Why would you name a soda then? Because it's pop. And it's from the Bloods. I, um, cannot condone such a statement or product. I will have no place. I will have no opinion. That is not something I personally would ask for. (laughs) The fuck? Yeah, no, let me get a blood pop. Okay, what your who the fuck asked for this? Uh, dog, anybody that's been on Worldstar in the last day or so has already seen the lickable TV screen. 
What? That's like a meme. Like you, like I can admit, like I can remember telling kids to just like lick a like lick the screen or something stupid like that. It's like a middle school insult. The uh, South China Morning Post posted a video the other day that made its way to World Star. A Japanese inventor has invented a lickable TV screen to give you a fully immersive experience when watching your food content. Um, I'm having a really hard time. Also, just like because fuck you DoorDash, apparently. I'm having a really hard time talking about this story because it is such an absurd thought pattern to me. This nigga literally said, as I was watching the video, he said, during the whole COVID-19 pandemic, people were sitting at home and they would be watching food shows and not, and missing the experience in the of go missing the experience of going to a restaurant especially like the taste of the food and i I'm remember like, i used to call people window lickers doordash was a thing is a thing <laughs> Shout out if DoorDash. you're missing the taste of the food from the tv shows you're watching also i'm not about to just be licking my screen dog what the fuck nope. <laughs> could you imagine sitting next to a nigga on a bus, right? Watching like some cooking show on YouTube, right? Like, I'm thinking, binging can you with... imagine Netflix and chill? And you're watching like that's Hell's almost, Kitchen? That's what I'm saying. You watching binging with Babish, right? And then all of a sudden your homie hop up and he's like, nah, I gotta taste that grilled you cheese, watching nigga. Food Wars. I swear, I just want to taste the food. I Look, I don't understand why the judges didn't like it. I need to know for myself, TV, spray me some liquid water that tastes like ratatouille. And then somebody is going to, you know, next level this and be like, I'm going to watch High School of the Dead. I need some blood pop in my life. No, you know where this is gonna go. Do I have to be the one that says where this is gonna go? How long does it take before Pornhub is sending you cartridges? They're already on it. Of booty sweat. They're already on it. Right? Right? Our friends over at fucking I'm 40 were talking about the dude selling his farts in a jar, right? And I was like, <laughs> OnlyFans models beat him to that. Like, fucking by months. I was, and then I showed you the bitch on World Star. Excuse me. The the young professional woman on World Star <laughs> who was talking about her daily dietary routine and how she likes to put the rose petals in the jar with a little note. <laughs> What'd she say? A thousand dollars for a jar of farts, right? This bitch is selling farts for a thousand dollars a jar. You know what this is making me think of? And this is kind of hilarious and also really dark. You said like rose petals in a jar, not thinking of Beauty and the Beast. And every time she farts in this jar, the rose, the rose petals fall. And this nigga slowly dies. And this guy is slowly dying. And he doesn't realize that Belle has been farting in the jar. How slowly do you think the dudes are dying inside who are going to buy Pornhub's lickable scent cartridges? <laughs> For their taste, though, TV. 
open the fart jar at the same time to get the full experience. This is, look, okay, I'm not stereotyping Japan, but I am saying that this is a Japanese inventor and Japan was also notorious for panty vending machines. Yes, that is, so, I'm not gonna lie. One of the reasons I want to go to Japan is to see just what the fuck I can buy in a 7-Eleven. I was going to say they don't have panty vending machines anymore. But I just want to see what the fuck you could actually buy in a Japanese 7-Eleven. Apparently, you might be able to buy lickable TV cartridges <laughs> and get your freak on in a whole different level. Like, Get uh, your freak on! Get your I freak am, on! Um, all the technology in the world, we really had everything, didn't we? <laughs> I mean, come on, like, we have super advanced features on our phones, and whenever they pop up, we're like, ah, oh, get out of there! Like, I don't want to use that! Japan! It's new, it's scary! Also, the country that invented smellable text messages or whatever, right? Like, you could, there was a thing you could Scratch put... Scratch and sense? No. Scratch and sense? <laughs> there was, like, a thing you could put on your phone that would allow you to, like smell shit and it came from Japan. And you can buy it on Cash App. On Cash App? You mean on Wish? <laughs> I don't know what else you can buy on Wish. I mean, you can buy everything on Wish. I know, right? it's like... Crack pipes? It's like uh, the Silk Road that advertises on Facebook. I was gonna say apparently you can buy kids on Wish. Allegedly, allegedly you can buy kids on Wish if you know which buttons to click on. I'm not saying I know, but if, I mean, come on, like I gotta be the, everybody knows the internet. Look, we've all seen Alex Jones. Come on, um, anyway. His wife is apparently uh, getting I charges thought, pressed against her for beating on Alex Jones. I thought you were going to say his wife is a pedophile. No. And I was about his to wife play. beats him up. <laughs> really? Yep. Mr. Krabs, Mr. <laughs> yes, I called Alex Jones Mr. Krabs because that nigga gets as red as a fucking bee. Yo, like, <laughs> when he drinks, this nigga turns like fucking full on Santa Claus robe red. Like, it is insane. And to imagine this big grizzly motherfucker can, no, Sharon, stop hitting me with that waffle iron. <laughs> turned into Mr. I turned Alex Jones into Mr. T just now. Ah. My last, who the fuck asked for this? The Queen's Gambit board game. And it's not just chess. I was getting ready to say, isn't that just a chessboard? Yeah. Like, it's not though. What, 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 what kind of board game do you make out of a, a a TV show about chess that's not a chess game? Maybe it's like, is you're it, training your auto chess player. Is it some kind of Dungeons and Dragons? RPG I would think. I was thinking style? like Chow Garden. What the fuck is like? Chow maybe you're Garden? training your like. It's from Sonic Adventure Battle too. Like you get your little person and you train them and then they play chess for you. But it's a board game, so I don't know. That sounds so, why not just learn how to play chess? Kids, guess what? Hey, if you loved the Queen's Gambit, you know what you should do? Learn how to play chess. Regular chess. Just Games like, been around for thousands of years. That's like, instead of learning how to like, you know, become a bow hunter and stuff because you love things like uh, Green Arrow and Hawkeye and you just go out and rent bow hunting simulator. Oh my God, it reminds me of fucking Snakes on the Plane 
where Keenan is like they're in the cockpit and it's like, does anybody know how to fly this thing? And Keenan's like, I play GTA. Yeah, chess simulator, right? <laughs> they they made a chess simulator. Chess simulator is literally just chess. <laughs> Except you should theoretically <laughs> always lose. Is that even that funny? It's just. <laughs> Chess simulator is literally just chess. It's just the absurdity of like, what the fuck is- That'd be like somebody saying solitaire simulator. <laughs> what is the Queen's Gambit game though? Like you didn't look up to see what the Queen's Gambit board game looked like? No, nah, I didn't care. Just the whole irony of the fact that there is a board game about a show about chess. God damn it. Yo. Maybe it's like handicap chess where it's like, Okay, roll the dice. Shit, you have to do a line before you have to make this move. Like, <laughs> snort some coke. Is all the absurd products that we have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed them as much as we did because I don't know. The gingerbread Mountain Dew was not very good. Not enjoyable? No. No, would not recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I would, if it's free, Take a couple of sips. Don't spend a dime on it. I wholeheartedly disagree with that statement, especially if it's Kool-Aid. <laughs> if it's free, don't take a couple of sips, right? You know, especially if you're a young, attractive lady at the bar and you know, a dude walks up to you and is like, hey, here, this is for you. I'm 40 podcast with Tracy Kreider and Kelly Bell, where two sisters just one day decided to pick up a mic and start talking about shit. And we think we're fucking funny. And so far, we found out 25 other people do as well. Excellent. So wherever you get your podcast on, come out and find us. We're a good time. Our only rule is don't, don't be a dick. This is me trying to impersonate a Dr. Dre beat. I was like, are you trying to do exclusive? I was actually. I'm upset. I feel like everybody had an I ran into Bismarck at a liquor store story, but me. Around here? Yeah. That's local for y'all who don't understand. Um, we're currently residing in the DMV area. I will not expose my entire location, but... <laughs> we're within half an hour of where Bismarck lived. Right. And um, around here locally, people tend to have legendary stories of running into him. Typically at liquor stores. And IHOPs, from what I've been told. Ah, yeah, makes sense. The legend. The myth. The man. The goat. The unironically successful William Hung. 
Did you just compare Bismarcky to William Hung? I did. Oh, baby, you. That's almost as egregious as the girl who was kicked out of her friend's wedding for looking too good in her bridesmaid dress. <laughs> Ladies, if you picked out a, you know, a theme of dresses for your special occasion, right? And one of your friends showed up and just happened to look smoking <laughs> in her dress. Now, this is, you know, allegedly, this is the reason why this friend was kicked out. The uh, wedding was because she looked too good in her dress, but this is also based off of her TikTok post. So we don't, we don't know the other, the, um, the bride-to-be hasn't the, spoken her piece yet. <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, but it sounds like some internalized conflict that if you use the promo code the flood at BetterHelp will not work. Because <laughs> we don't have a BetterHelp sponsorship. <laughs> I know if you got friends like this though, you better get some help because I, I find this extremely petty. Oh yeah. Especially if you picked out the bridesmaids dresses and then you get mad that they look good in the dresses. <laughs> Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? I mean, just like Uma Thurman said, if you got it, flaunt it. Wow, wow. So uh, name the show, name I, the movie. Name the movie. That's an extremely obscure reference. Um, Did I finally get you with one that you don't know? I don't know. What is it? Sleepless in Seattle. The producers. Oh wow! I don't think I have seen the producers. Really? It's yeah. springtime for yeah. Hitler no. in Germany. No, I don't. Hail to springtime. Nope, that one missed me. Sorry, guys. So basically, the whole plan was they realized that they can make more money producing a giant flop on Broadway than they could making a success uh, so they tried to make the worst musical possible so it was a movie springtime for hitler and it ended up becoming a giant boom success why wouldn't it the fuck it's springtime for hitler sounds like a fire green day album <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you do crystal meth in the rain it sounds like uh whatchamacallit west side guns next album <laughs> Springtime for Hitler. Be out in two weeks, followed by our next album. <laughs> um, you know what is out though? Those Griselda guys just literally pump music out nonstop. Damn it, every fucking time. You know what is out though? Pornhub's yearly review. God damn it. I was watching Jesus and Mero just recently, and they did a little segment on the uh, Pornhub yearly review. And it reminded me that uh, this is always a fun time to analyze what kind of freaky shit America has been getting up to. Uh, not just America, the world. But in 2021, it seems the most searched porn term on Pornhub.com was hentai, followed by dethroning the second category, which was Japanese. Um, lesbian and MILF, because you know, women rule the world. <laughs> um, next is... My response to hentai being number one is, um, y'all motherfuckers just get a pencil out. <laughs> draw, some, draw your own shit! I, so, 
that is very reductive. Um, and I feel like a bit kink shamey. Um, not to be kink shamey, but I don't know. No, I'm saying what... get kink inspired. Get kink inspired? I don't know. For every what... two hentais you watch, make one. So, um, the top ten, um, number five was a category that I don't know. Um, and I'm not gonna look up. Pina, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck that is. I'm not, I'm not gonna kink shame. That's just out of my. That's new. That sounds like Gen Z shit. So um, I'm gonna leave that to y'all. Uh, next was Asian, keeping up with the Eastern theme here. Um, then we slide into more traditional Americana with the uh, stepmom category <laughs> and then the anal category as well as ebony and big ass rounding out the top so i feel like with stepmom it's kind of just like unavoidable it's like we need a theme and they just shrug and just go step family i i don't like the obsession with the step neither do i it's, it's step bro it's like a very weird like um proxy to incest and i need y'all to get it under control america the top porn stars were uh, Lana Lana Rhodes, are you are you familiar yeah. with any of her work? I love this. I love doing stuff like this because Zig is always visibly uncomfortable, right? And some people would say it's probably toxic and abusive to put my coworker through something that makes him so visually <laughs> shrink. Um, after that, we have for all of those, I was raised Catholic and drenched in shame. After that, we have a Bella Danger, uh, Eva Elfie, who I'm not familiar with. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's you know what I find a lot crazy? of white girls. Um, a lot of up. them are like the top ones are like long retired. Is Riley Reed retired? I mean, I know Mia Khalifa literally worked for like a month and a half. I mean, yeah, Mia Khalifa is still like I feel like in the top ten. Yeah, right? and she like literally worked for like a month and a half. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, a lot of these, um, a lot of the ones featured on here, I'm not, like, super big into. I mean, Nicole Aniston, right? <laughs> Skylar Boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. Pornhub, get your diversity up. I guess that's not reflective of Pornhub, though, What's right? funny, however, look at that. How many of those top porn stars are black? That's what I'm talking about. And then about. Ebony is one of the top search terms. That's what I'm talking about, right? That's how, That's why I'm very confused out here. You see me, I'm extremely confused, right? We still got Elsa Jean in like the top, this gotta be like the top 25, right? I'm not seeing any, any um, artists. Yeah, and a bunch I, of like retired ones too. I'm not seeing any workers of color other than Mia Khalifa. <laughs> yeah. That's it, that's all we got. Um, so. I don't know, guys. I don't understand how that worked out. If we break it down to the United States' most searched term, uh, Ebony comes in at number four. <laughs> so also, still very fucking confusing, right? Hentai is still number one, though. Let America. me know when I should bring in colonialist imperialism. America always in the lead. Well, if we look at the United States' uh, top relative search terms broken down by state, right? We have California with Asian. Uh, 
we have Texas with thick Latina. <laughs> Specifically. Thick with two C's. Shout out to Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke. I see what it do, Houston. Up here, what's this, Montana, right? Up here in Montana, they getting down with them anal cream pies out there. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Number one in Maryland is trans. Oh, shout out to uh, Maryland keeping it inclusive. That's uh, that's interesting. I don't know how Number I one feel about that one. Number one in Florida is BBC. Oh, God. In uh, Michigan, it's cartoon porn in Michigan. And then right underneath it, what? Yo, hold on. So... What's this? That's Wyoming, right? That's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> so over here in Wisconsin, they getting down with the cartoon porn. And right underneath the Wisconsin, that's Iowa, right? <laughs> Iowa is really into that Harley Quinn Specifically shit. Harley Quinn. It makes me wonder if there are a lot of juggalos in Iowa, right? Because I feel like that's very fitting. Also, juggalos tend to be in those, like, that Midwestern region, right? Like, By Stockholm Syndrome? There's a lot of toxic relationships in Iowa. <laughs> wow. Um, where, what is this? This is, um... That is Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they like natural tits out in Oklahoma. And they're right over here. What's this? That is Air New Mexico. Is that New Mexico? No, that is... Hold on. Colorado? Yeah, in Colorado. So, Oklahoma, they like natural tits. And over in Colorado, they like huge boobs. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Virginia likes a lot of dirty talk. West Virginia. Hawaii likes morning sex. And West Virginia likes BBWs. Yo, hold on. Morning sex in Hawaii sounds lit, though. <laughs> I would probably like morning sex a lot better if I was waking up on some fucking tropical island. To be fair, I think I would like a lot of things a lot better if I was waking up on some fucking tropical island. Louisiana keeps it simple. They just like naked women. <laughs> <laughs> they covering up for that homophobia out there real hard. People out in uh, Louisiana be popping in Moulin Rouge and hoping, in, hoping for the best. And down in Florida, <laughs> fucking... Who is that? Rick Scott? No, that's not Rick Scott. Who's the governor of Florida? Rick DeSantos. Down in Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Down in Ron DeSantis' state, they like the BBC, son. That's why the nigga's so mad. <laughs> no, we gotta keep the schools open. We beat you guys off twice. Of in 1776 and 1812. And right up in Georgia. They Wait, like, that's the wrong BBC. Right up in Georgia, they like big ass. Oh, yo, oh man, Tennessee is into some interracial. Um, what's going on, Tennessee? That's Taylor Swift home state. Y'all just wait. Y'all gonna be sick when Taylor Swift pop up with the baby at the next VMAs, right? I just want to <laughs> say that a lot of the uh, southern states have a lot of trends towards uh, people of color, which is probably stemming from a long-term white supremacist mindset that senses wow. to subjugate you took it there. people of well, other look. races, well, which actually with Ebony being one of the top search terms in Alabama, we're America. looking at you, Alabama. Yep. 
But you know what's really funny to me? Who is this next to Alabama? What's this? Mississippi? Mississippi really into the furry board. Who would have saw that coming? Okay. I think that's the most interesting one out of here, other than fucking Maryland and, um... Well, hold on, no, wait. There's one more on here. Utah's is Mormon. Idaho. Utah's is Mormon. Idaho is gigantous. Out in Idaho, they into the big lady. I think Iowa specifically being Harley Quinn is fascinating. Yo. Fucking Washington State is really into double penetration, apparently. The women out in Washington State. That's why they tried to get Antifa to fuck up out of there, right? <laughs> they're like, no, look, what you leftists are doing to the women. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's not natural. Oh, and you got this backwards, Joe. Alaska is really oh, Alaska into morning is sex. morning sex. It, Shit. And you know what? That's probably that six makes days of six months of day of morning. Yeah, right? there's nothing but morning sex in Alaska until all the nighttime freaky shit happens. Hawaii, however, is really into amateur wife porn, which I find very. I guess because everybody goes there for honeymoons. Honeymoons, right? Honeymoons. So it makes sense. Totally you can imagine the locals there being like, "Oh, wow, that." New bride is gorgeous. And if you had to know the states that, or the countries that were the freakiest, the top 20 countries, uh, or I'm just going to give you the top three countries with the most traffic on Pornhub, and they were by a wide More margin, than twice the runner-up. The United States. <laughs> y'all freaks, I see y'all. Keep it up. Oh, I see y'all. Keep beating your meat and clicking. <laughs> God, God damn it. Bars! I can't. Y'all keep rubbing it out. United States, I'm proud of y'all. At least we can all be unified in one thing, and that's being nasty. <laughs> second runner-up, or second runner-up, the runner-up um, following the United States was the United Kingdom. Um, not to be, you know, outdone by the United, although very well outdone by the United States. More than double of the Like I said, this, this, this bar graph is ridiculous. Um, coming in at third is Japan. Which is almost half of the UK. And I know I said I wasn't going to do more than three, but following that is France and Italy. So which are close. Very close. After that, everything else is kind of close. Um, it seems like the United States, though, by far is the horniest country on the planet. Go USA! <laughs> If you do, you want to know the state that spends the longest time on Pornhub? Sure. Wyoming. At eleven minutes and three seconds. Do you remember what Wyoming was into? Anal cream pie. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was Montana. Wyoming was into hardcore. hardcore. <laughs> they are in it for the long haul, apparently. <laughs> long something second was mississippi with the furry board at 10 minutes and 51 seconds it's crazy that they have clocked this much time on on people <laughs> fucking beating their meats <laughs> oh man coming in at the shortest though 
would be Colorado. It's like everybody's stoned. It already feels really good. Eight minutes and 41 seconds. What was Colorado into? Oh, yeah, that's right. Huge boobs. <laughs> so when you know what you like, <laughs> when you're a man or a woman who knows what they like, you don't fuck around. You know, you come in, you get the job done. That, like Loki, a little bit of both. The average amount of time spent um, per visit in the United States was nine minutes and 41 seconds. So on average, people are spending about 10 minutes on Pornhub per day. Yeah, so the world map is where the one that uh, I really went, yeah. The United <laughs> States' number one trend is ebony. ebony on average. On average, Russia's is hentai, which I find extremely wild, right? <laughs> like, because with the 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 proliferation of Russian porn on YouTube, <laughs> the fact that the niggas isn't even watching it, they're like, nah, nah, we just produced it. But you know what we really like, though? You ever seen Black Bible, bro? <laughs> just saying. Yo. So the other one that also made me think of imperialism is China's number one search being Japanese. You know what Africa's number one search is? Ebony. That's right, my brothers. <laughs> There's real black love right there. You know what they probably search? Porn. <laughs> the rest of the world is really into lesbians. India is really into Indians. <laughs> and I guess... This. India probably also just searches porn. Like Africa, right? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, Brazil, really, not just Brazil, but a lot of South America, really into him. Wow. <laughs> the line there. The big ass category stretched its popularity. Really into his <laughs> I find that extremely wild. Um... Yeah, no, uh, y'all really out here getting freaky, and um, I appreciate I appreciate you. Pornhub appreciates you. Maybe they'll give everybody another free month of premium. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's if we go back on lockdown, right? Which it looks like we might go back on lockdown. Maybe you can look up some ridiculous shit you find on the internet that is not porn. <laughs> like. Some crazy headlines from Russia or Florida. <laughs> no, there actually, yes, there is one that's involving sex so let's start with that one. Oh, i thought you said there man was, tries to sell virginity online this sounds like a florida story this I is russia what what it's rather industrious it's kind of bold because he knows is he's it? marked down against all the girls who are doing the same thing and never gonna, actually going to follow through on it right i was gonna say didn't the girl go viral a couple of years ago for like millions of dollars or yeah, something selling crazy her like virginity that. on eBay and then they had to come and shut it down because they were like whoa this is low key prostitution and I'm not trying to take that court charge <laughs> in Russia virginity sells you okay I do want to say beforehand one of these is fake is this the fake one? no how do you set me up like that? 
how do you set me up like oh i'm gonna tell you a story and then i'm gonna say like haha it's like one of these isn't real and you have to guess which one it is that's not that's not you should have told me that from the beginning i don't like how we run this show sometimes. okay fine 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 one of these one of these is fake man tries to sell virginity online that's not how this who the fuck do you think you are agent q like screw the rules i have money <sighs> said okyla so that was a Russian story. This headline I am reading verbatim. Predictably. Did you not read the last one verbatim? Oh, yeah, no, I did. But this one, I had to make sure this is exactly what the headline was. Okay. Predictably. Predictably. Man blows off hand with fireworks. Well, I would like to argue with that statement, but if you hold a firework in your hand predictably. <laughs> but wait. So was he, was, I guess I gotta guess where this is from first, right? Um, Florida? This is Florida. This definitely, This I mean, is absolutely Florida. I, I don't know how the Russians feel about fireworks, but I know Florida, Floridians love fireworks. And you know what Floridians love more than fireworks? Freedom! So... And tourism dollars. Did he bet his hand wouldn't blow off? No. I think he just held it too long. And they told him it wasn't going to blow off? Where was this at? Was this at some kind of event? No. I have no idea. Damn it. Damn it. All right. All right. Before I ask more questions, I frustratingly won't get the answer to. What is the next headline? Man turns themselves in for murdering imaginary friends. How tragic. <laughs> How sad of a tale. That he was so distraught by the murdering of his Murdering of his own imaginary friend. He's like, I gotta, I gotta, I can't. I just gotta turn myself in, Chief. You don't know what I've done. Russia? This is fake. This is Florida. What? What? Please tell me you read the article for this. By process of elimination, this has Man to be arrested after whipping dead man with his own spinal cord. He claims he was trying to start the spine challenge. This sounds like... He... This sounds like an Onion article headline. <laughs> this cannot be real. This is Florida. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That is not a real headline, yo. What do you mean this is Florida? No, you were supposed to say, no, he's this supposed to say, no, he's trolling. What he's gonna say in a minute is psych, ha 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 ha, I got you, right? This is Florida. Please tell me you read the article. I'll pull it up, my prick. Read the headline one more time. Man arrested after whipping dead man with his own spinal cord. He claims he was trying to start the quote-unquote spine challenge. 
What the fuck do you mean whipping a dead man with his spinal cord? Did he fucking Mortal Kombat that nigga in the middle of the street? I don't understand. What I'm the imagining fuck? like him going into the grave, like popping it open. How do you pop somebody's back open and rip their spinal cord out? That doesn't make any sense, Daniel. With effort and cunning and guile. Are you not satisfied? No, because now I need to know which one of these is fake. Because that sounded fake. That sounded fake as fuck. That can't be a real headline. I refuse to believe that that is a real fucking headline. <sighs> Man dressed as Santa arrested at strip club for drunken disorderly conduct claiming he hit a deer with his car and it was some kind of sign. This can't, this has to, this is the fake one? This is the fake this one. This is the fake one. Not a nigga whipping a dude with his own nope. spine. Nope, This is the fake one. Why would you save the fake one for last? It's not last. I don't know what to be more upset about. The fact that you have more of these, or the fact that <laughs> that was the fake headline, and that somebody literally was arrested for whipping somebody with their own spine. Man takes four hostages, demands pizza, and Sprite. Russia? This is Russia. Four. Just four hostages? Four. Just four hostages. I mean, for pizza and Sprite, it seems, I guess that seems act like, that seems like enough. I feel like five would be overkill. Like, dude, all you want is pizza and Sprite. Calm the fuck down. No. I'm imagining the inside of the diner from Pulp Fiction. Is it? Yeah, because I'm like, this has to happen, like, right inside. Of, and I'm imagining one of those little pizzerias that is just, like, a counter and some waiting South space. South Pizzeria from Do the Right Thing. Right, yeah. And you're just like, I'm locking the fuck. You know what? I've had a fuck enough of this quote-unquote communism. I want my fair share. And Why tonight, are you fucking out? That means I want some motherfucking pizza. Somebody called the pizza delivery man, but not for me because I'm taking this bitch hostage. Man hoards radioactive materials to make friend immortal. This has got to be an American story. This is this is definitely Florida. This is Russia. Get the fuck out of here. What do you mean? This if you think Russia. about it for half a second, they have Chernobyl. I guess that's fair. You can go harvest radioactive material whenever you want. Like, they must have not read any of the, like, science or news articles, and they're just like, maybe if I get the radioactive material and I take it out of the radioactive zone. Superpowers. Guys. Guys. Gamma rays. <laughs> Surprised. I'm shooting, what, like, 0 for 2 here? You got the pizza sprite. You got the virginity. You got the Florida. I, uh, you lost the radioactive. You lost the blowing off the fireworks. You got the fake one. And you definitely didn't get the uh, man arrested after whipping dead man with his own spinal cord. That's a fake story. That's a fake story. <laughs> I don't care what you say. And also, I don't like you. I don't like the phrase "you got the virginity." Um, that sounds oddly <laughs> '80s teen sex comedy. 
You're always the one that makes this awkward, and now I have to put the Curve Your Enthusiasm theme here. <laughs> Phrasing. I'm just saying, anybody else who heard the phrase, you got the virginity, would be like, excuse me, what? Anyway, that's all the Russia or Florida I have. <laughs> Let's just keep in mind that the one that I made up was not the craziest one on there. And on that note, we're gonna take a break while I ponder the morality of getting the virginity. <laughs> spicy. I think I might be a... I have a championship ring to award someone. With three in the bottom of ninth inning to become the world champion yet again. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! I had a really big team and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better. Hey, we giving out rings today. Hey, we giving out rings. I'm giving it day. to none other than Kevin Feige. <laughs> I mean, okay. I feel like that's a well deserved one off top without you even saying anything. I mean, Kevin Feige definitely deserves some champion, a championship ring, if not a couple for some of the things that he's done. Most notable. Everything for the MCU since Civil War? Okay, so is that specifically why you wanted to give him a championship I ring? I wanted to give him specifically a championship ring for No Way Home. Okay. And, okay. And being able, not even specifically for the movie itself, right. but for being or... able to stick the landing. Navigating the contractual hellscape that was that and be able to make all of it work so Sony can have their own universe handling Spider-Man or if they want to bring him back into the MCU, it's really easy to do that too. He really did kind of like say, all right, so here's the deal. Sony, Disney, you both can have your own Spider-Man. <laughs> because the way the comic books work, <laughs> and he really did like, yeah, like you said, stick the landing. It was like, there's a, this is, here's a compromise, right? Like, now this way, both Spider, uh, Toby, Toby McGuire can continue to exist in infamy as the OG Spider-Man, right? And Tom Holland can continue to be the face of the MCU moving forward. Because yeah, and Sony can it, make the, to the, the Tom Holland movies and just Kevin Feige and Marvel's just gonna be watching right over and be like, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up. <laughs> well, Tom Holland is rumored to be the face of the MCU moving forward, so maintaining the Spider-Man franchise... He's actually under contract for one more movie appearance. Yes, under contract. But that doesn't mean that Disney and Marvel can't throw a ton of cash at this nigga that would set him, like, good for the rest of his life, right? I mean, like, being these three, this trilogy has already made him, 
is probably already got upset for the rest of his life. And speaking of Tom Holland, we've got the, what is it, the Uncharted Uncharted, movie that was exactly what I was going to ask you. Do you buy him as Nathan Drake? Because I don't. I haven't played any of the Uncharted games. Don't at me. This, I feel like he looks too young to be Nathan Drake. This will be the test moving forward, right? Kind of how Robert Downey Jr.'s Dr. Doolittle was the test for him outside of the MCU. And that didn't bode well for him, but Robert Downey Jr. is a, at this point, he's a very confident actor, so I think it'll take a bit more for him to reprise his role as Iron Man. But if Uncharted doesn't do well for Tom Holland, then I think we will see him continue the Spider-Man contract because it would be in his best interest right now to maintain relevancy in the hectic space that is Hollywood at the moment. Right? I have a follow-up on your Tony, uh, your... Robert Downey Jr. take? I have a follow-up on your Robert Downey Jr. take. Uh-huh. Him being Sherlock Holmes while he was also being Iron Man, let him have people view him in a way where they're like okay he is an actor and he's not just tony stark which made it a lot easier when he stopped being tony stark to just be accepted as an actor okay do you think mm, i disagree with that and i disagree with that majorly because how many people do you think view robert downey jr why would you cut in front of the camera you totally could have cut behind the camera and made that less awkward. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, let's get real. People will always see Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. So much so that they've, like we discussed last time, they've edited the character of Tony Stark in the comic books to resemble Robert Downey Jr. Son, he is Tony Stark at this point, right? Robert and Downey Jr. is less Iron Man to me than Chris Evans is Captain America. Robert Downey Jr. going to play... Sherlock Holmes is like Michael Jordan going to play baseball after he retired. Now, it's more like Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards. No, it's Michael Jordan. No, no. That's Robert Downey Jr. doing Doolittle, right, son? I mean, not to say that RDJ is a bad actor. He definitely has range. Has Brad Pitt done Saturday Night Live? Yes! He wasn't on the cast, though. Yeah, and Robert Downey Jr. was voted the worst member of the <laughs> SNL cast ever by Rolling Stone. Not Chris Kattan? No, he was literally... Robert Downey Jr. was voted literally the worst <laughs> cast member that that's SNL has ever had. That's because young Robert Downey Jr. looks like a total fucking douchebag. Yo, He looks well, like Charlie Chaplin with no facial hair. No, young Robert Downey Jr. looks like Martin Shkreli with his hair grown. It's the face of entitlement. No disrespect to RDJ. <laughs> but he literally, like, I cannot stand his, especially the smile, son. Like, oh my God. It's the, this, it is the epitome of punch me in my white stupid face. <laughs> and that's going to sound super harsh when Robert Downey Jr. eventually hears this, which he will but I want him to know that I totally meant that from the most genuinely innocent place in my heart. <laughs> so I just had a wild mind jump. Did you? I went from characters who could never be seen as anyone else, and I was like Deadpool, 
Ryan Reynolds, and then I was like, no, he's he's Van Wilder to me, oh, which no. makes me he's think always that I want be... a movie where Van Wilder no. is the dean of students. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Life, Amityville Horror. Ryan Reynolds will forever and always forever be the dude for a Man Made Bill for me. I don't know why, but that is the movie that I like. I, the, it's not the first movie that I saw Ryan Reynolds in, but it's definitely the first movie that like made me go, who the fuck is this dude? Like Ryan Reynolds for me will always be Van Wilder playing X. And I'm okay with I've that. seen Van Wilder, and I feel like I saw Van Wilder. Did it Van is the w- most Ryan Reynolds movie ever. Did he? It's either to- that or Waiting. Waiting was good too, though. Um, like those are the movies I'm like, yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and he was in Blade Trinity, and that came out before um, Amityville Horror. Movie. Yeah, but we don't really talk about Blade Trinity. Yo, this nigga was in an episode of the X-Files. He's got an acting crowd with Duchovny. Okay, yeah, so Van Wilder came out before all of that shit. He was in an episode of Scrubs. Yeah, Van Wilder came out in 2002. So it was Van Wilder, then Blade Trinity, and then the Amityville Horror movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what I guess... And then his first appearance is Deadpool and X-Men Origins Wolverine. (laughs) Yo, so I guess what I'm trying to say is it took till Amityville Horror for me to, like, recognize Ryan Reynolds as an actor. When did Waiting come out? Uh, Waiting came out in 05. Yeah, and that was after... That was three years after Van Wilder. And it was the same year he did Amityville Horror. Kevin Feige... (laughs) <laughs> Kevin Feige gets our championship ring because we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of actual Spider-Man like talk of the movie. So, but yeah, no, after I... its critical acclaim, they are going to start campaigning for Spider-Man: No Way Home to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Okay, which I think is a reach. I think it's a reach too, and I'm I'm saying that having actually seen the movie. Um, I did actually go, and it's the first movie that I went to go see in theaters since the pandemic, yep. right? Like, shout out to Kevin Feige for that, um, and Tom Holland, uh, but that's also because I support- And Zendaya! And Zendaya, but that, I mean, she was in maybe, like, a, it's like, no, that's reductive. Um, she was in, like, two-thirds of the movie. Would you call it two-thirds, though? She was in, she was in at least half the movie. I'll give it half the But even with her being in half the movie, I still feel like her speaking roles were kind of, like, minimal compared to, the, like, but also, what would you have her, like, do? She's MJ. It, the, mov- the movie's about fucking Spider-Man. And as that goes, I feel like... It's about fa- Spider-Man. As far Spider-Man. As crossovers Spider-Man. are concerned. As far as crossovers are concerned, I feel like this is how you do it. It didn't feel hammy to me, right? It didn't no. feel cheesy the way they brought in Tobey Maguire and the way they brought in Andrew Garfield. Spider-Ham from Enter the Spider-Verse, though. If they had brought in Spider-Ham, I think I would have lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> would you um, want cartoon Spider-Ham? Or would you want, like, weird 3D Spider-Ham? 
No, but when I watch this movie over again, I will be looking for a pig dressed as Spider-Man in the background, just in case I miss that shit. God, this shit was just full of like, and they even kind of did the the, the, the Spider-Man meme thing a little bit. Yeah, right? with like, the, the science. Yeah, with like, who, which Peter Parker are you talking to? Right. And then also when they're like huddled around and they're just like, Peter one, Peter two, uh, Peter three. Yeah, yeah. See, but that's what I mean when I say this is how you do it, right? Like they even threw the memes in there without having to do the X-Men uh, fucking juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were able to do it without being fucking campy about it and I thought it was good right like in every and we even said we're like it'll be campy but we won't care because it's going to be campy and then they still found a way to make it not campy it's supposed to be campy because it's spider-man right like that's what makes spider-man endearing and they even were able to find it. and then this is one of okay so that's what i like about this spider-man trilogy right it feels the most spider-man to me like toby mcguire's spider-man trilogy was cool because it was the first like, it was the classic spider-man style it was like the and it was like the first like big blockbuster superhero movie yeah. we had gotten yeah. outside of a batman franchise right yeah. like I don't know, I can't even remember if like Daredevil and the, no, cause this was the one that opened up the way for Daredevil. Right? Yep. Like first it was Blade and then because of Blade, we were able to try our hands at the second most popular superhero. Cause let's keep it fucking a band. Spider-Man outside of Batman, Superman. So third, third most popular yeah. superhero in America is Spider-Man, right? With them being able to take even the comically disappointing Andrew Garfield franchise, right? And give it the- He's great though. He was great in this. Oh yeah, he in, was amazing in this. In this. Him as Spider-Man, I felt like he would have made a better Spider-Man for a TV series. Like if they did with Spider-Man what they did with The Flash, right? Okay, yeah. Andrew Garfield would have been good for the Netflix Spider-Man adaptation, right? Not for a feature-length Spider-Man movie. I do like how every character or villain in Spider-Man's rogues gallery so far had got their, like, redemption arc. And they all got the adequate amount of speaking. Yeah. So Lizard didn't talk much at all, which I'm fine with. Right, because he's not supposed to talk much. And that's kind of what I love about Kevin Feige's Marvel Universe, is it doesn't try to be something the comics are not. Right? It tries to take the best screen or print to screen adaptation that a comic book series can make right yeah. and i think it's something that video game adaptations could learn a lot from right i finished the witcher oh did you i did okay. i finished the witcher well then i will get up on that this week i will say that it is it's very good okay and it leaves on a lake on a big cliffhanger oh did we meet the wild hunt yet no don't spoil and that it is much easier to follow than the first season yes because it is dude that first everything season, is at that point running in a concurrent timeline dude that first season jumped back and forth so much yeah so the whole was point so was they were they were developing each character right. for the event right. at sodden hill no i i get it but it was just so after season two for everybody takes place after um Yennefer nuked the battlefield. Okay. Okay. So kind of like 
where the third game starts in. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm still currently playing. And you may be able to catch me playing on our Twitch because we now have a Twitch at thefloodpod.com. Yes, we do. At thefloodpod.com. What is the Twitch handle? <laughs> at the flood pod. Oh, it, it's at the, at, flood at, at the flood pod, where you can catch me playing Resident Evil this week. I'm good. I'm definitely going to be streaming me playing Resident Evil Biohazard this week. You might see me at two or three in the morning just hitting play on TFT. Catch our the... Twitter for that. I'll definitely announce when I go on live on Twitch on Twitter, and I'll probably announce it on Instagram as well. I might play Witcher for y'all after I get done playing Resident Evil, but I'm definitely going to grind through this Resident Evil. I, you also might catch me playing Hotline Miami on that bitch, because I just got Hotline Miami. And, you know, I, I've got a I've got a sweet spot for those classic, like, retro-style games. Yeah. And Hotline Miami is this top-down, you've seen this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Top-down kind of, like, dungeon. I wouldn't call it, like, a dungeon scroller. Or it's like Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. The Flood Pod on Twitch. Yep. Um, Literally everything. The Flood Pod. And that and that's 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 on. That's on everything. So, what do you have from Spider-Man? Like, um, what are your takes? So, what did you see? What are your your thoughts, or what do you think you saw? But what I'm saying is, I definitely. So I've already said that I think that me personally, I think that this is the best most authentic run of a Spider-Man trilogy. My friend Colin pointed out Galactus was in the clouds. I definitely saw things in the clouds and Craven stuff like that. Craven and the that. Hunter is the one that's like yeah. everybody's like super clear on. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily paying attention to that, right? Like, when I watch the movie, I'm enjoying the experience. When I go back and watch it the second time around, I'll look for all those Easter eggs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But the first time around, I'm watching it for, like, the cinematography. I'm watching it I had for to the resist dialogue. the urge to bring a notebook into the theater. <laughs> Don't be that guy. I mean, as I'm saying, I'm watching it for the dialogue and the cinematography and stuff like that. And, oh, my God, fucking Marissa Tomei. Jesus Christ, Aunt May. Why? Why did you have to take Aunt May from us? Not to sound like I'm simping for the white woman, but goddamn, Marissa Tomei is definitely... Is she Hispanic of some kind? She's Italian, Right? Like, she's fucking my cousin Vinny, right? Like, not she's fucking my cousin Okay, yeah, Vinny, that's but <laughs> She was in my cousin Vinny. Yeah, no, oh god, that death scene. Jesus Christ. There are multiple times in this... No other superhero movie has made me fucking tear up. <laughs> like, fucking Spider-Man, son. It is fucking ridiculous, yo. I was in that movie theater, sitting next to, like, 14-year-olds, like... Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Still Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> God damn it. Son, fuck you, Tom Holland. I'm a grown-ass man. There's no fucking reason I'm a grown-ass black man. There's no fucking reason I should be crying over some small white boy. <laughs> fuck movie theater. Cosplay as a superhero. It's Breaking embarrassing. the law. It's embarrassing, Tom. <laughs> No. It's not fair! That's why I think he'll do good as Nathan Drake, because I really think... I don't think it's it's the Twilight Paradox with Tom Holland. No disrespect to Robert Pattinson, right? Because in the few things that I have seen him in outside of Twilight, 
right? He's really, that dude's a good actor. Yeah. And he just can't escape something that was such a, like... I'm super excited for the new Batman movie. I'm not excited for that fucking haircut, but I am yeah, excited the haircut's for this, pretty bad. the cinematography and the direction. Honestly, when you're doing Batman, almost the more important part. Right. Whereas I was going to say, I feel like Tom Holland really set in front of the three, the two other Spider-Men, right? Like, I feel like Tom Holland made a very solid stance as his position they as each, Spider-Man. They each showed a very distinct part of Peter Parker's character. Yes, they did, but I feel like Tom Holland definitely, like, He's the settled most... the bar for why he is Spider-Man, right? Like, Toby, Toby is the perfect Golden Age Spider-Man. Toby definitely fit the role of the Spider-Man from like Amazing Sp- Fantasy. No, the Spider-Verse movie, the cartoon. Oh right? yeah, like, yeah. I like, was just gonna say like classic. That's I feel Stan like Stanley Steve Ditko Spider-Man. Like, they that's even, perfect for Toby. They even found a way to include that Spider-Man movie in like references and stuff like that. Like the outfit that Toby Maguire is wearing, I feel like is the outfit from the Into the Spider-Verse movie that the older Spider-Man comes to him in, right? Like it's that's what I feel like is so special about Kevin Feige's Marvel Cinematic Universe that DC has yet to really find a way to tap into. How many people in the movie are variants? Mm. That's a good question, right? Electro. Do you think Electro was a variant? I think he wasn't blue. He was when he first showed up, though. No, he was just like electricity. He was blue electricity when he first showed But then he wasn't, like, blue. Because he was dwarfed down to human form. Which is a black man, which is also a human, which is a shade of blue. You know, Akon is what they consider blue. Who, man? My brother. Was he not blue, is what I'm saying. Leonardo DiCaprio's Oscar is the equivalent of Dirk Nowitzki's championship ring. That one championship ring counts for like four for so many other people. It counts for way more than that. This nigga Leo has been fucking carrying white men in Hollywood. He's for been the nominated for time. What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Titanic, The Aviator. Right. Right. Like y'all don't even remember Did The Aviator. Get, catch me if you can. Yeah, that's an amazing movie. <laughs> Come on. Everything that's this another, nigga is in is an that's amazing That's another comedy movie. he's amazing in. That everything Leonardo DiCaprio is in is an amazing movie, son. Do you know what wouldn't have flopped if Leonardo DiCaprio was in it? Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> no disrespect to Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. is gonna fucking hate me, son. There are people who have said much worse things about Robert Downey Jr. There are probably people who have said much worse things about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we haven't seen those comments. Thank God. No, and I'm not going to look at them. Fuck you. Suck my dick. Keep your death threats to 120 characters. 140. Or 140? 140. I don't want to read that much. Keep them to 120 characters <laughs> or less. Motherfucker. Speaking of death threats, and you know what's under 140 characters or less? Don't look up. 
Wow. I was going to say the runtime for that was, what, 222? It was like, I, I, it was two hours. It was two and a half hours. I think it was, yeah, it was like 222. No. It could have it so, been a little shorter for me, but great movie. Yeah. So okay, let's get started. So I don't and disagree with, with that. The, the reviews are very mixed. Are they? The, so it's currently sitting at a 50. Oh, wow. It's actually sitting at a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes right now and a 50% on Metacritic. And yet it is the number one movie right now on Netflix. I thought that this movie was great. Me too. And not just because it was a very poignant piece of satire, uh, but because it is, you know, another Adam McKay film. And Adam McKay, as I was telling you earlier, did Anchorman. He also did Step Brothers. The Big Short. He also did Vice and Talladega Nights. So this dude definitely knows his set. I feel like this movie was everything Saturday Night Live has been trying to do about the pandemic in two hours and 22 minutes. The people who <laughs> thought whose biggest takeaway from the get-go of it being climate change, no, I don't understand. No, you this whole missed, thing no. was screaming pandemic yeah, at no. me the whole time. Meryl Streep's character being an allegory for Donald Trump, right? Yeah. And that was probably the most... Jonah Hill being Don Jr. So the most unbelievable thing in this entire movie, right, if it's an allegory for how we handled the <clears throat> pandemic, was a female president. Yeah. <laughs> right? And maybe Jennifer Lawrence listening to the Wu-Tang Clan, but I won't be that judgmental. Meryl Streep's Trump allegory, right, is exactly how they handled the pandemic, right? Like, if you replace Leo's character with, like, the first virologist or whatever to report a coronavirus patient in... Yeah, yeah. if you replace Leo with Fauci, right? This shit because, because they had Fauci going on in all of these shows now, too. And if you replace Jennifer Lawrence's character, Kate Dibiowski, with the woman who, unfortunately, name I can't remember, who, you know synthesize the vaccine right like yeah. we don't even we don't we don't even know her right or like KP Dibiaski could also be an allegory for China right and how it became known as the China virus even though it was yeah. just a virus that started in China <laughs> right Ariana Grande's song we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah. tell me we're all gonna die what what just, just tell me where I'm I did not die. realize until after that that was Kate Blanchett. Really? Yes. Yeah. And Chris Evans as Devin Peter. Yeah. Is <laughs> the ambiguous like celebrity who doesn't want to take a stance either way. My button has both an up. Uh, like I yeah. love how star-studded this cast is, yeah. and I feel like a bunch of them were just like handed the script. They're just like. Yes. Absolutely. 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 Like, right? Like, Chris Evans would be like, shit. Like, Brad Pitt doing the Deadpool 2 cameo. Dude. He was just like, I'll do it for a cup of coffee. Right. I feel like Chris Evans was like, sure, buy me dinner. And Leonardo DiCaprio probably got wrapped in this shit because they told him it was an allegory about climate change, right? Climate change and the pandemic, which he would both yeah. be all on board for. Yeah. And but, he could also be like, wait, it's a possible Oscar nom? Hmm. But I actually thoroughly enjoyed this movie outside of the poignant nature. And I would like to go Me back too. to... Me too. I would like to go back and watch this movie in five years, right? When hopefully 
all this is inside us and we are, you know, awaiting Mount Vesuvius's eruption or no, not Mount Vesuvius, when we are all awaiting the eruption of the Yellowstone volcano, right? You know, and and see how relevant this movie still feels when we're facing our next cataclysmic eruption uh, or 99% when we are facing our next cataclysmic extinction event, right? Because where is the So it's a 99% certainty, right? Uh, so it's it's not certain. That's where I feel like okay, we're, how many are we facing dead from the pandemic right now? 4.82 million deaths worldwide. If I'm taking a conservative estimate and that's still me trying to pretend to be logical when I say I'm taking a conservative estimate and I'm willfully ignoring the fact that 4.8 million lives so far have been lost from COVID. Let's say it's somewhere actually around 2 million. And we'll give the conspiracy theorists a little leg room and we'll say some of those people were probably already on their way out for whatever other reason or another. 2 million of any other species on the planet died out. We would call that an extinction level event, would we not? Yeah. (laughs) 2 million tigers die out and we're like, oh fuck man, the tigers. That's literally all the tigers in the world. (laughs) That's it. It's all the tigers. We can't do that, you know, but because there's so many of us. Remember, there's more tigers in captivity in Texas than there are in the wild in the world. There's so many of us, though, right? That 4.2.8 million or whatever. That's not even a real number. But that's my point. People, it doesn't sound like a real number to people, right? Like, we could lose that many people and still be functioning. Social media influencers be like, hey, their profile isn't deactivate. What do I care? That was the entire, like, the, that was the entire dig of this movie, right? Like, it's not sexy enough, right? That's not a huge enough number. And at this point... Even an extinction-level event wouldn't be a sexy enough number, right? Like, it would have to come with some kind of, like, weird look-up campaign and a fucking hit-charting single from America's top pop star, right? Like, that's what this whole movie was about, because that's literally what happened. You discovered a comet? I have a tattoo of a shooting star on my back. Dude, that's literally what happened with the fucking pandemic, though, bro. Like, it became so polarized so quickly so quickly in this toxic media driven environment and it's not just social media's fault right it's not mark zuckerberg's fault it's not twitter's fault right it's not jack dorsey's fault right it's not reddit's fault it's not 4chan's fault right like all of these things are the products of their fucking environment Right, and this environment was created well before the internet. This is something that stems back to the days of fucking like talk radio, right? Like you can go back then and see the kind of shit that is being plastered all over internet forums today, right? And that's that's literally a through line you can see. And I'm not just talking about like fascism and neo-Nazism, right? Like you can go back to the days of talk radio and hear anti-vaxxers and shit like that. These are all sentiments that have been brewing in the American subcultures for a long time. And they're just now festering to the top of the pot because America, the American melting pot, is fucking boiling over. And it's and it's not just America, it's the entire rest of the world, right? Like, you have these anti-COVID movements in countries all across the planet. In the face of a global crisis, we couldn't get our shit together. 
that's what this movie is about. It's not just about climate change. Climate change is another aspect of what will potentially happen if we don't learn to work together. But our first test run of this was COVID, and I would say it's, it was a resounding fucking failure, <laughs> especially in the Amerocentric uh, perspective of it all, right? Like, maybe globally we got a C, right? Like, yeah. But America definitely got a D, <laughs> and that brought down the global average for sure. So I'm like, it's insane. Remember, it was like a year into COVID, we were reporting on Wuhan having a pool party. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they had a literal, like, fucking pool party. And America still can't get more than, like, I guess 65% of its population vaccinated. Harry Winkle and I were talking. He was asking about the differences between the Rittenhouse trial and the Maxwell trial. And mainly, like, the cameras weren't, aren't allowed in the Maxwell trial. And he sees, he's like, why are these cases being covered all these different ways? And I'm like, you need to watch this movie, Don't Look Up, and you'll understand. I don't even think that that's a fair statement. The Maxwell trial, that's not an international trial, because it, like, isn't she... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nuance between that's those. That's my point. Like, there's, there's a lot of nuance, but, like, the okay. big... Like, his big question is, like, why are these being covered two different ways? This movie is a great presentation of something being covered in two different ways. Well, what I was going to say is the movie kind of elaborates on how people ignore the nuance of things, yeah. right? Like, and the Maxwell trial isn't being publicly viewed the same way the Rittenhouse trial was is because it's an international trial and there's lots of nuance to, like, dealing with different international courts, right? That's assuming that it's an international trial. I can't remember if it's an international trial or not. Also, it prevents media overspin. <clears throat> and it's also a highly publicized trial, oh, too, yeah. right? Like, I would say greatly more publicized than the written out. So, yeah. Also, much slower paced. Then you have that aspect. So, once again, right, it gets into the movie kept hinting at, like, the real... The facts are boring. Dr. Mindy kept trying to like be scientific and clear and concise in his exact science but kate later said like these people aren't smart enough to be the evil geniuses that people think they are it's like the scene in the subway when uh dr mindy was talking to dr oglethorpe and he was just like look tell a story no math and he's just like right. but it's all, all math. math right it is all math right if the head of bash was breaking everybody down to algorithms, right? Yeah. Like, it literally is how tech bros think, and they keep comparing him to Zuckerberg and Tim Cook, but I really do think that he was supposed to be a um, stand-in for Steve Jobs, right? He definitely was weird like Steve Jobs. Exactly. It's the way that they think. Like, it's the same way that Steve Jobs approached his whole time in his tenure at Apple right it was breaking things down to algorithms and that's what made apple so efficient was the way they were able to streamline things based off of the data that they were getting. he also tried to streamline his diet and ended up dying because of it 
And just like they ended up dying at the end of this movie because they thought they would be able to go to a different planet and survive just based off of the minimal science that we have instead of fixing the planet that we have here. I love how they just were like, all right, let's just go to another planet. And none of them were like, we should bring guns. I also like how it was all the older generation, yeah. right? It was all old people, right, that went to the- The older people didn't bring guns. <laughs> to the planet, right? I'm sure there will be tons of think pieces written on this movie um, in the next couple of months in its run up to uh, the Oscars. But I truly do feel like that Adam McKay and David Sirota really did a bang up cutthroat job with this oh, satire. Yeah. Yo, like it this is, was getting compared to Idiocracy. It is on one Twitter. of the best satires I've seen in a long yeah. fucking time. Yep. And I feel like Matt Stone and Trey Parker are punching themselves in the fucking dick right now. Yep. Watching this movie. That's the kind of level of satire I feel like this It was not something that I was like, ha ha ha! But I, there were definitely parts where I was where like laughing like, out loud. But there yeah. were some oh, of no, them. There were laugh out loud moments, but there were definitely moments that made you go, yup. Absolutely, that's how the fuck it is. Twirling mustache. Like, yeah, like, no, you're, you're not, dude, you, that's exactly how the fuck it is. It fucking read the fucking room entirely in a way that Kid Fury and Crystal couldn't do. Like, and Drake could never. And Drake could never. Like, this shit was, wow. Yeah, it was a read for the fucking century, for the last decade, yeah. right? It was an absolute read for the last decade. And they really brought a cast to show it, too. To do it. Yes, they absolutely fucking did. And um, I just knew it was, like, Jennifer Lawrence and Leo, and then I saw the, the, the cast, yeah. I'm like... Oh, Meryl Streep? I mean, Ariana watched, Grande. We watched the trailer. Right. Jonah Hill. I don't remember Ariana Grande in the Kid Cudi feature. In oh the, yeah. The low-key Chris Evans like, walkthrough. No, definitely give Don't Look Up a watch. And if you haven't gone and seen Spider-Man yet, I feel like it. Well, um, before the Omicron variant got out of hand, it was worth the risk. But if you're boosted up, it's worth the risk. <laughs> Speaking of the Omicron variant, the NHL is now shut down. Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren and our friend Periwinkle all tested positive, and over 70 of the NBA players are in protocol, including, but not limited to, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic. Freedom. Jalen Brown just got out of it. Nope, Freedom's actually playing over 40 minutes a night because the Celtics have like six active players. Wow. Well. It's gotten so bad that Lance Stevenson and Isaiah Thomas are back in the league and still not Jamal Crawford. Damn. Damn. Well, it looks like we won't be seeing anything resembling normal anytime soon. But if you are looking to see some Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Flesh or Blood, you can check out TokenMTG.com with the promo code Ziggy, and you can get 10% off of your order. That's TokenMGT.com, promo code Ziggy. It's the Flood Pod. Don't forget to check out our family podcast, Fuck It, I'm 40, and Straight No Chase. That's right, guys. And you can find us at the Flood Pod on everything. That's, that's on everything. That's always on everything. Y'all be safe. Keep and your death threats to 140 characters or less. Enjoy the holidays. Deuces. Happy New Year. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.
talk about it black is stuff. time to 